0: Good afternoon, everyone. Kevin Stefanik here uh, from the BC Wildfire Service uh, speaking to you today from the Provincial Wildfire Coordination Center in Kamloops. Uh, providing an update today will be myself uh, for BC Wildfire, Robert Turner, Assistant Deputy Minister for Emergency Management, British Columbia, Norm Parks, Executive Director of Highway Operations for the Ministry of Transportation and Infrastructure, and Staff Sergeant Annie Rinpoe of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Um, also available on the line for questions uh, will be Major Jeff Allen with the Canadian Armed Forces. Uh, so before I dive into my update, uh, just one item I wanted to cover off. Um, you know we've been hosting these calls every day uh, since July 8th, since the uh, since this crisis started. Um, we've found them incredibly helpful. Uh, I think it, it works well for the media as well, having this kind of one one-stop shop, if you will, in terms of getting information from all the agencies involved. Uh, So we we thank everyone for joining us on these calls. I think it's uh, mutually beneficial. Um, With where we're at in the season, uh, we are going to make a small change to the conference call schedule. So going forward after today, unless conditions weren't otherwise, uh, we are going to move these calls to uh, occurring on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, instead of every day. So our next call then, uh, again, unless, uh, unless the situation changes, uh, will be uh, this coming Monday, uh, followed by Wednesday and Friday after that. Um, of course, if uh, if information is needed uh, at hand, uh, media can contact the Joint Information Center at any time and uh, we'll get that information to you as soon as possible. That number is 778-698-7452. So once again, moving these calls uh, going forward, to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, unless uh, unless the situation changes. So, in terms of my update from BC Wildfire, uh, we've got 157 fires burning right now across the province. That actually includes 30 new fires that started yesterday. Yesterday was one of our busiest fire days uh, in in a number of weeks now. Many of those fires yesterday of those 30 uh, were lightning caused, and uh, almost all of them in the Kamloops and Southeast Fire Centers, so uh, that the southern uh, kind of uh, reach of the province. Uh, thankfully, uh, there was the exception for one fire near Joe Rich, which we'll talk about later. Uh, most of those fires were contained at a very small size and uh, haven't uh, materialized into anything of, uh, of concern. Since April 1st, we've responded to 1,109 fires. Uh, across the province, they've burned an estimated 1 million 27,356 hectares. That is, of course, an estimate as we've touched on before and, uh, and is likely to uh, fluctuate as we start to get more uh, more mapping uh, going forward. Cost to date for the BC Wildfire Service is currently estimated at $384.3 million. Again, similar to our hectares figure, that is very much an estimate. We do everything we can to track that daily, um, but there is likely uh, some fluctuation in there as well. Currently there's over 4,100 staff working across the province. That includes 829 out-of-province personnel and over 1,700 contractors from the BC forest industry and in that is just specifically under the Wildfire Service. That's not inclusive of the other agencies involved such as the uh, RCMP, Canadian Armed Forces, etc. cetera. 169 aircraft flying today in support of our ground crews across the province. And of course our efforts do remain focused first and foremost on the safety of responders and of the public and in keeping our highway routes open. In terms of the weather, uh, showers forecast for coastal British Columbia. Temperatures are going to be slightly below seasonal in the Kamloops and southeast areas today, uh, but we are expecting temperatures to rise uh, in the Caribou region, and uh, certainly in, in Kamloops today, this morning it uh, was about uh, seven degrees. It was all felt and uh, looked very much like fall day. Uh, we are expecting, though, into the weekend, uh, things are going to get a little warmer, a little drier, Particularly in the south, again, continued showers forecast for northwestern BC into tomorrow. Small cold front expected to bring some thunder showers into the northwest and eastern parts, uh, northwest of the province, and then eastern parts of the Prince George Hall and Center at the northeast. Uh, but we expect that it's going to be coming with rain if there is any uh, lightning as a result, and that uh, that potential is quite small. Sunday, uh, significant rainfall for the north coast. Uh, potential for some showers overnight in the northern Caribou. Uh, but we do expect temperatures are going to start to slowly climb. Uh, high 20s in central BC and low 30s uh, in southern British Columbia, so definitely a return to some of those seasonal August temperatures and that is going to have potential to start drying out uh, the fuels out there even more. Monday, scattered showers forecast along the coast. Temperatures again, high 20s central BC, low 30s southern BC, so definitely a bit of a warm mild pattern in terms of unfavorable weather, but with that, we're going to be seeing warmer and drier conditions. There is a potential looking Tuesday and Wednesday that we could see a bit of a cooling trend, um, but that is still likely to remain dry, even if we do see the temperatures uh, take a bit of a dip. So again, and unfortunately as I uh, feel like I've been saying for the last six weeks now, um, still no major rain event in this forecast. Um, generally not, not huge concerns in terms of any major events, um, in terms of uh, you know wind or things like that. But still, uh, no sight of that uh, real sustained rain event that we would need uh, in southern British Columbia uh, to really uh, put a dent in these fires, to really to really calm down the situation. So uh, we expect activity is gonna continue. Uh, an update on some notable fires. Uh, of course, as I mentioned yesterday, the Sillpaw Road Fire, uh, in the Joe Rich area, about 20 kilometers east of Kelowna, as I mentioned, we had 30 new fires start yesterday. This is the only fire that grew uh, more than a more than a hectare in size, and unfortunately, it grew quite aggressively. Uh, currently estimated at in the neighborhood of 380 hectares in size. Um, anyone who saw the uh, photos and video of it burning. Could tell about uh, the winds in this area were just uh, were just absolutely howling. Uh, Environment Canada indicated there was uh, wind speeds of up to 70 kilometers an hour detected in the Okanagan uh, Valley yesterday, and certainly that uh, contributed to some really aggressive and quick growth on this fire. Uh, we're on site today with heavy equipment, aircraft crews. We're bringing in an incident management team as well, and a number of local fire departments are responding. Uh, the fire did start in the. Uh, in the uh, Joe Rich Fire Protection Area, and then has uh, since spread into crowdland. So, a team effort going on there right now, and uh, you know certainly not seeing the wind out there today that we had yesterday, but uh, definitely going to be a very active and visible fire going forward. The Plateau Wildfire uh, in the Chilcotin Region. This is the largest fire in the province's history, estimated right now at 492,000 hectares. Now that is a, an increase um, from what we have been reporting previously. Um, of about, uh, I believe the previous size had been in the range of 467,000 hectares. That isn't due to spread; that is due to more accurate mapping of this fire. And, and as I'm sure you can appreciate, given the sheer size of this fire, uh, almost the size of the entire province of Prince Edward Island, this one incident alone, um, getting that perimeter track has been a, a bit of a challenge. So, again, the the current estimate on it 492. The Hansville rifty Creek wildfire, uh, no uh, no change on it in terms of size, 232,000 hectares. That's also burning in the Chilcotin, but uh, but further south, in uh, and then around Highway 20, mainly to the south. That's about 50 kilometers southwest of, uh, of Williams Lake, and the Elephant Hills wildfire, a uh, new size on this, uh, 175,000 hectares. But again, uh, no growth in the last 24 hours. Certainly some activity out there. Um, but uh, the fire did take uh, rain in many areas yesterday. So that updated size, which is larger than what we had been reporting, but is, again, just due to more accurate mapping. So again, 175,000 hectares and 35% containment out there at Addison Hill. In terms of uh, precautions, uh, again, we just ask everyone to remain vigilant and respect the restrictions that we have in place. A quick rundown, I guess there have been some changes over the last few days. Um, campfires are now allowed in our jurisdiction throughout most of the Prince George and Northwest Fire Centers, uh, with the exception of the uh, Nadina and Vanderhoof Forest Districts, and we've got an app on our website to, to clear up where that is, but most of northern BC now campfires are allowed. The rest of the province, they do remain restricted, uh, with the exception of Haida and the Zone of Vancouver Island. The backcountry closure in the Caribou was rescinded this week as well, uh, except for in the areas around where some of our more active fires are burning. We've put in five or ten kilometer buffers around those fires. Again, maps on our website uh, for people to take a look at. Having said that, though, we do still have awful vehicle restrictions in place for the entire Caribou, Cantaloupes, and Southeast Fire Centers. And of course, if anyone spots a wildfire or someone violating our open burning prohibition, we do ask them to report that as soon as possible to start 5555 or one 800 663 5555 So that is my update from DC Wildfire. I will pass it over to Robert Turner, Assistant Deputy Minister with Emergency Management, DC.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Just an update on orders and alert numbers Today, uh, evacuation orders in place currently 20, evacuation alert 37, estimated number of people on evacuation order approximately 3,600, and those on evacuation alert approximately 12,000. With yesterday's fire start, the Central Okanagan Regional District issued an evacuation order for the Fulpot Road Highway 33 wildfire. This affects approximately 474 properties and an estimates 1,100 people. Reception Center has been opened at the Willow Park Church in Colonna, and as of this morning, 264 people have registered for emergency social services support. In the Kerbal Regional District, three evacuation orders have been downgraded to alerts. These include the Cleamy Clean Area Order, the Tatla Lake Order, and the Mayford Lake Order. And as of this morning, the evacuation alerts for Pavilion, Perry, and Perry Lakes in the Squamish-Lillowat Regional District have also been lifted. Of course, this new fire starts a reminder that all we have seen the current situation move in a positive direction in recent days people need to recognize that conditions remain extremely dry and we are not yet at the end of the fire season important for people to remain prepared and follow the direction of local authorities and as always remind people that the most updated information on the wildfire status and the problems can be found at bcwildfire.ca thanks kevin
0: thank you sir and uh, next we'll have an update from norm parks executive director of highway operations with the Ministry of Transportation and Infrastructure. Thank you, Kevin. So uh, we've had a couple of changes since yesterday. Uh, On the good news side, Highway 20 is now reopened. Uh, We reopened it yesterday evening and it's fully open between Williams Lake and Bellacoola. First time in a while, it's been fully open so people can now uh, enjoy that great drive out to the coast. Uh, Unfortunately, we've had to close Highway 33 in the Okanagan as a result of the uh, Sofa Road fire. And it is closed from Gallagher Road in Kelowna to the Big White uh, Turnoff. Um, there is a local detour available for light vehicles using McCullough Road. It is a narrow and winding road and will take some time to get through. Uh, please drive carefully and that uh, we have traffic control people stationed uh, so the people don't get lost. And, uh, and also signage, but pay attention to those traffic control people who are there to assist you. In the caribou, the only remaining closure is uh, Nazco Road, which is closed at Billy Road, west of Planell. Uh, that's it for closures for us. Uh, for the latest updates, uh, please check drivebc.ca or follow us on Twitter at @drivebc. And Echoing what Kevin says, uh, if you do see a wildfire, pull over and we start 5555 to report it faster that uh, the wildfire service can attack new fires, but less likely will result in extended closures. For the weekend, uh, please fly safely. DC is wide open, all highways, uh, main highways are open and available. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, and then an update from Staff Sergeant Jenny Linto of the Royal Canadian Mounted
1: Police.
2: Good afternoon. Uh, just in relation to the uh, Corona fire, um, obviously we have been conducting uh, yesterday tactical evacuations uh, in light of the uh, wildfire. We would like to thank all impacted residents for their uh, cooperation. Um, evacuations went well with RCMP, uh assisting with the evacuation of approximately a 1,000 individuals from nearly 500 structures. We're going to continue to have an enhanced police presence in that area, which includes having officers at checkpoints and conducting patrols in affected areas, as we have done since the beginning of July. We will be conducting an assessment of our resources based on the behavior of this new hire, and I can confirm that some of our resources have been reallocated to the Kelowna area in light of uh, in light of this. Uh, just moving on now to the Elephant Hill uh, wildfire and um, the affected area of Green Lake North and South. Um, just want to confirm that uh, although uh, Green Lake North has transitioned over to an alert, we are continuing to uh, maintain our patrols and checkpoints of both the north and south shores of Green Lake. And uh we're going to continue as well to conduct twenty-four hour patrols of evacuated zones to protect homes and properties as well as monitoring voting activity. And of course, as always, we remind everyone to report suspicious activity to uh to police. Finally, uh while these daily media updates are being scaled back, our efforts and deployments in support of the BC wildfire continue. Uh, we can confirm, as mentioned before, that over 2,000 RCMP members have been deployed or have supported wildfire operations since we activated on July 7th. Resources were drawn from around BC and included additional members from Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Yukon, and the Northwest Territories. And several municipal police officers with our integrated teams were also supporting our efforts. As the fire season continues working with our partners, we will continue to determine what our needs are and put the right number of resources in the right areas. Thank you.
0: Great, thank you. Uh, and uh, that does conclude our prepared updates for the day. So we will move over to the question and answer portion. Uh, as I uh, mentioned before, available for questions today would be myself from the BC Wildfire Service, Robert Turner from EMBC, Norm Parks from MOTI, Staff Sergeant Monteau of the RCMP, as well as Major Jeff Allen from the Canadian Armed Forces. So, operator, we can uh, move it over to the queue at this time.
3: Thank you, Kevin. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to queue for question, please press 01 on your keypad. Uh, we have our first question in the queue, and it's from Linda Guitseff from the Canadian Press. Please go ahead. Uh, hi. First
2: of all, I have just a clarification question. Um, the number of people who have been um, uh, registered at the evacuation center from the Kelowna fire—is that households, the 264 or 264 people? Yeah, as of
1: this morning, that's 264 people.
2: Okay. Um, and in terms of that fire, uh, what uh, percentage contained is it at this point? What's the situation looking like?
0: Uh, and this is with respect to the Jill Rich fire. Yes yeah so uh this is topot road, I should say, so um you know certainly we're making some progress out there, but uh, at this point um we don't have a, a, per- a containment percentage on it um fire is burning in uh, in fairly steep terrain, uh heavy timber in the area um so we've been we've been on there twenty four hours uh you know since the fire started, uh, we did operate a night shift, we're bringing additional resources in. We're looking at areas where we can utilize uh, heavy equipment as well uh, to put in some fire breaks, but again, with, uh, with the terrain we're dealing with out there, it Howell, Uh who We've got crews on the ground uh, and in the air as well working on it. Um, one area where we are hoping to utilize some of that heavy equipment is on the east side of fire and fire was predominantly yesterday burning west to east uh, again just being driven uh, driven by that wind um thankfully though uh, certainly overnight um this part of the world is, is uh, you know in the Okanagan is a spot where we can often see some erratic fire behavior uh, overnight just to to do with the geography in that area uh but thankfully you know winds were light temperatures dropped. Uh, and uh, fire behavior was uh, was certainly less, and uh, we didn't see much spread uh, overnight. So still a lot of work uh, to be done out there. Um, last update, as of this morning, was the fire was in and around a rank 2 fire uh, on a scale of 1 to 6, so mainly uh, a ground fire, uh, certainly some smoke, but not a whole lot of uh, open flame, uh, but that will uh, evolve uh, as the weather changes throughout the day. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you.
3: Thank you, Linda. Uh, we don't have any questions in the queue at the moment, but just as a reminder, if you'd like to queue up, please press 01. And each media is uh, able to ask one question and one follow-up question. So we'll just give everyone a few seconds to queue up. And we have um, two questions. First one is from Elaine Meisner from two fifteen News. Thank you, George. Please go ahead. Kevin,
2: I, I know it's uh, it's been a very long summer so far, but with the scaling back of these media updates, uh, is that an indication that th- that the worst is over or that you're anticipating things are going to start to ease off?
0: Yeah, I, I certainly don't want it to be taken as a sign that, um, you know, we're, we're taking the situation any less seriously uh, or there's not the potential out there. Um, I, I think it's more so a matter that on a day-to-day basis we're not seeing huge shifts uh in terms of uh, in terms of these major fires going on uh like i said though um certainly if the situation changes uh, obviously we'll, we'll we'll start these calls up again on a more daily basis and as i said all the agencies are still working uh you know 24/7 uh, uh on uh, on what's going on um if there's there is any uh you know further questions but um no this was just more seen as i said uh things are are slightly less dynamic on a day-to-day basis in terms of the updates that we've uh, we've been providing
2: Okay, and just as a follow-up to uh, Robert Turner, Robert, how much of the $100 million has actually been uh, eaten out?
1: So the, the funds that have gone out so far for household support, the $600 for evacuees and $300 for, uh, for returnees, would be approximately $20 million. I don't have a more exact figure for you, but that would be fairly close.
2: And I'm sorry, if you just indulge me one little uh, sidebar on that. Uh, the programs for the assistance for businesses and tourism operations, is that part of the $100 million?
1: Yes, it is. Uh, sorry, you. no, 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 no. Uh, the provincial program in support of uh, tourism operators is not part of the $100 million. Tourism operators who have small businesses and who have applied for the 1500 financial support from the Canadian Red Cross are included, but not the support that's going out for the $200,000 for the um, Caribou-Chilcotin. Uh, Tourism Coast, Caribou Chilcotin Coast Tourism Soci- Association, 200000 is not from the Canadian Red Cross Fund. Okay,
3: thank you. Thank you Elaine. Our next question and last question at the moment is from Jack Kessel from News 1130. Please go ahead.
2: Hi there, I just kind of wanted to show for our listeners here in Vancouver. Um, just understanding a bit about any risks that they might have if they travel out to Kelowna um, or the area, the surrounding area. What should they be cautious about? What areas should they avoid? Or should they just not go to Kelowna? Uh,
0: well, well, no, not at all. I mean, uh, there is uh, this fire burning about, uh, you know, to the east uh, of the city, but um, and there is uh, there is you know a highway closure associated with that for Highway Thirty Three. Right. Um but for uh, you know the rest of Kelowna and the rest of the Okanagan uh, it is business as usual. And this is actually the only fire that we have burning right now. Um really in that immediate area. Um we did have some small initial attack starts um further up towards the Shushwap, um, but uh, they were all small and uh, and handled uh you know quite quickly. So, you know, with the exception of this fire, uh no, there's, there's no reason why uh, people should uh, feel like they can't be uh, heading to the Okanagan this weekend.
3: All right, thank you. Thank you. This was our last question in the
1: queue. Terrific.
0: All right, well, uh, we will wrap it up at this point. Um, I mentioned the number earlier, but uh, I'll just uh, mention it again. If there is uh, any questions, follow up for folks on the call uh, or uh, need a, an area for um, Uh, For questions related to the uh, the wildfires uh, over the weekend, they can be directed to the Joint Information Center at 778-698-7452. Once again, 778-698-7452. And as mentioned earlier, uh, unless there is a a major change in the situation, uh, we will be returning on Monday for our next briefing. Uh, thanks again to everyone for calling in both today and uh, and over the last uh, over the last six or seven weeks. As I said, uh, these calls are, are working great for us, and we are going to continue them just on that on a modified schedule. So we'll be chatting again on Monday. I hope everyone has a great afternoon
2: and a great weekend.